Hey guys, it's Dr. Poland here from Superior Chiropractic and Rehab Radio. I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for supporting our channel and listening to all the great content that we have coming out. Because our goal here is to help every community stay active, strong, and healthy without prescription drugs or surgery. And so bringing these guests on is going to help us accomplish that goal. Now to help further support our channel so we can spread the message to more people, I would really appreciate it if you could hit that like and subscribe button on our page to make sure that one, you get notifications of when a new episode drops and you can share it to your friends and family. So thanks so much. We so appreciate your support. Now, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Pullen from Superior Chiropractic and Rehab, and today I am going to be discussing the transition period from rehab into a strength training program. So a lot of the research that's coming out nowadays, it really suggests on using weightlifting as in like squat, deadlifting, uh, good mornings, lunges, hip hinging. Those patterns are essential for life, essentially. Think about it. All the times throughout the day that you've had to bend forward to pick up something or you've had to get yourself off of the toilet, those are all fun functional movement patterns and squatting and deadlifting are a huge part of that. Now, early on in the rehab process, that's not necessarily the best approach because your body simply, one, isn't ready for it from a muscular strength perspective. And two, it needs some time to help develop the proper movement patterns. So what's great about rehab is that it gives us the foundation of what we need to do and how we can build it. So whenever you are learning your first movement patterns as a baby, those patterns are still instilled, forgive me, installed within your brain itself. So we have to actually reteach you a brand new way to move your body that's not going to put you in a compromising position. That's what's real difficult about learning something new is that you're used to doing something so long that you just want to do that and, and just deal with the pain. However, though, reteaching you something completely different is one of the most difficult aspects of our job in general. So with rehab, there are three phases of the rehab. The inflammation phase then we have the proliferation phase and the remodeling phase. So in the inflammation phase, it's very straightforward. A lot of inflammation is going on in that area. Pain is high and mobility could be low. Now, you may be asking, well, why would mobility be affected by inflammation? So we could have certain chemicals inside of our body that one, inhibit inflammation, but also promote it. And so when we have a buildup of this inflammation, it will increase the pain signal. When we increase the pain signal, that decreases our body's ability to really want to move. It's a protective mechanism that our brain has developed over millennia of evolution, which is an ingenious mechanism. However, though, going further down the line, our first goal is help get you out of pain and maintain range of motion or that mobility. And you may have noticed if you've ever been to physical therapy or another chiropractor, when they first start working with you, they may be moving your arm instead of you moving it because it's too painful for you to move it. That's to make sure that they're still establishing that range of motion that's still there. So once we help decrease your pain, increase your mobility, and that could be over the course of two weeks 
maybe to a month, depending on the severity of the injury and what structures are actually injured, then we can safely assume after we do a progress exam that we can transition to the next phase of care, which is going to be the, the proliferation phase. Now, in the proliferation phase, a lot of physiological processes are happening. Scar tissue is starting to lay down. Increased blood flow is going to the area to help get rid of the, of the acute uh, inflammation and make sure it doesn't become chronic. Now, when we do this, we really need to start focusing on more active care instead of passive care. Active care is when you're actively doing the work, the exercises. Passive care is when somebody else is doing it for you. So like I mentioned, somebody is moving your arm up and down. Active care is when you're going to be moving your arm up and down, making sure we have that full range of motion with no pain. And if so, we can start to load it. What we mean by loading it is adding weight to it. So let's say you're squatting. You're just doing air squats at first. You can have full range of motion and there's no pain whatsoever. Then we can start adding the bar and then maybe a five pound weight on each side and slowly progress our way up there. Now, when we build up endurance and strength, which is going to be the main focus of this proliferation rehab phase, that's really going to be focusing on, first and foremost, can your body handle load over a long period of time? As in, if you had to take the groceries in and out of the car without getting tired, can we focus on that? There are two components to that. One, cardiovascular training. So having you walk on a bike, doing treadmill, some form of exercise that's going to get your heart racing. Now, you can also accomplish this with weightlifting too, by doing a lot of reps and sets with very little break. So five sets of 16, that would definitely do it with a 20, 30 second rest period. And then when we can slowly start decreasing the load, the volume, increasing the load, which means increasing the weight, decreasing the sets and reps, and that can be more towards strength. And those two really go hand in hand because whenever we initially pick up something, that's strength. If we carry it for a long period of time or over a certain distance, that's endurance. So go back to that grocery analogy. If you are, let's say, initially picking up the three bags of groceries, that's strength. You can move the weight. That's perfect. That's what we want. Now, can you move that weight from one side of your car across the driveway into the house? That's another challenge and that's endurance. So as a clinician, we really need to focus on establishing a baseline with both of them while we're still making sure we're not putting you in risk of injury and you still have great mobility in addition to reducing that pain or having no pain at all. That again, that can last anywhere between another two weeks to a month. Again, it all depends on the injury. If you're looking at rehab, uh, ACL rehab, you're looking at about a year out. So this phase can be significantly longer but re ACL rehab is much more complicated than low back pain. Now, the final phase, which is going to be that remodeling phase, your tissue is going to want to mimic as close as it can to the injured damaged site. However, it's never going to be 100%, which is why scar tissue gets laid down. I want you to view scar tissue as scotch tape. Let's say you have a patch on the wall and there's just that giant hole that's just sitting there and, and then... They have some cracks that's going in and out, up, down, left, right. Scotch tape is just putting tape down in every orientation, up, down, left, right, side to side at 45 degree angles. And that's a really poor way to heal because our body relies on an orientation. So an example, let's look at your bicep. Those muscle fibers run up and down, not side to side. 
So we have scar tissue that's forming on side to side. That's really doing us a disservice. It doesn't really help impact the contractility of that tissue whenever it does contract. Which is why if you hurt your bicep, we need to do bicep curls. Because what will happen over time is that that scar tissue will break up. That's from side to side, not up and down. So we can mimic as much as the, scar, as the muscle tissue as we possibly can. The challenge with that is that it takes quite some time, which is why we really heavily emphasize on doing muscle endurance and strength in the second phase of rehab, and then we progress it even further into the third phase. Now, in remodeling, that's going to be more of functional movement patterns with some muscle power. What is muscle power? Muscle power is essentially you're taking weight and you're moving it at a certain velocity. So let's say, for example, again, you're picking up the groceries and you're moving it into the house. How quickly can you move that, those groceries and then you start moving? Does it take you a while? We always want to measure speed when it comes to power because that tells us how much force we can actually generate in a split second. And there's been a lot of research studies that suggest that power, muscle power in particular, is a great indicator of lifelong longevity, as in we need to be in a wheelchair over a course of time if you're sedentary. Cardiovascular training, VO2 max, is another good representation of that. So, and then functional movement patterns are, as we mentioned when we first started this podcast, essential movements that you have to do day in and day out, whether you recognize it or not. Bending forward squatting down the toilet, pushing something away from you, etc. So we're going to be slowly incorporating those movement patterns into the last phase of your rehab, or maybe even, the, maybe even the tail end of the second phase, which is going to be the squatting, the deadlifting, the bench press. Those are going to be huge movement patterns for you. So as we slowly progress towards the end of a rehab care plan at the tail end of remodeling phase, your rehab program's gonna look very, very similar to a strength training program as if you went and go saw a personal trainer at the gym. And that's what we want because we wanna make that slow transition into saying, okay, we've overcome a lot of obstacles, overcome some fears that you may, may have had. Now, as we do this, we're gonna slowly progress you into being comfortable with your body, inside your body, and how you can move your body without that fear of having the pain come back. Now, at Superior Chiropractic and Rehab, we do a total body diagnostic. So what that means is we do a head-to-toe exam to figure out what's exactly causing the pain. Because if you listen to any of my other material on Instagram, you'll know that your low back pain isn't always just in the low back. It's also in the ankles, as in not enough dorsiflexion or movement going up, tight hips, Maybe some mid-back isn't just moving properly or you have some tight muscles that attach from the skull all the way down to your low back that's pulling on that area consistently. So whenever people come in and see me and I'm doing shorter movements and elbow movements for their neck pain, they're looking at me like I have five heads and they're like, why are you treating these two different areas when the source of the pain's in the neck? And I always laugh and I say, yes, you're right. The source of the pain is in the neck. That's where they're feeling the pain. But the origination or the actual cause is in their elbow, in their shoulders, because those two joints aren't moving properly and your body's connected. It's like that song growing up. The foot bone's connected to the knee bone, knee bone to the hip bone, all the way up to your spine. So if something else in your body isn't moving properly, we need to address it. Because if we do rehab on your neck 
And yeah, we'll get you out of pain. We'll get you feeling great. But then two months later, after you leave your rehab program, you hurt yourself because we didn't actually address the cause of the pain, which was your shoulder and elbow. So we'll slowly transition you out of that rehab program into an actual functional movement pattern with a personal trainer and make sure that you stay active, strong, and healthy without prescription drugs or surgery. Now, if you have any questions, concerns, go ahead and reach out to me. More than happy to talk to you about rehab. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about with clients and with other clinicians in the area. All right, this is Dr. Pullen. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Pullen here again. I so appreciate you listening to our podcast. I know you probably got a lot out of it that you can help implement into your day-to-day activities and lifestyle. So like I said before, I would really appreciate you to help support our channel as we grow to go into other communities so we can achieve our goal of making sure everyone is active, strong, and healthy without prescription drugs or surgery. So how we're gonna do that is that by going to our page, hitting like and subscribe so you get notifications and when a new episode drops, and you can help share it to your friends and family. So this is Dr. Pullen. Thanks again for listening. I so appreciate it. Have a great day.